Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Ted Zaleski. And I'm Lori Hearsetter. So we're coming to you today with an episode uh, that's about timing because uh, it's about to be summer. Uh, We have got a week, actually it's probably 10 days left of school for our uh, local school system. And I know for myself as a parent um, with kids trying to entertain in the summer can be a challenge. So we decided to tie this to two sides, books and libraries and bookstores and, and the like of how do you incorporate reading into your summer um, to fill the summer for the kids. And another sort of related piece is none of us have time for all the reading we'd like to do. So is there a way to involve the kids in books so that it actually frees you parents up to do some of the reading that you would like to do? So that's the idea of the show. And we're going to give you some of the things that are happening in our area. But if you're not a local listener, uh, we would like to encourage you to take a similar note and look to the places that we're finding that are local for us, there's probably something similar in your area if you do a little bit of research of uh, things to fill your summer. So let's start with our local library. And for those listeners who aren't local, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have people from all over the place. So Carroll County Public Library System did a little research this morning to see what was going on. And as always, there's a lot going on. But when we talk about things that are for kids, about reading, and not just the usual regularly scheduled story time, found a number of interesting things. Let's see what we have here. At the Eldersburg Branch, Mermaid Storytime with Laura Jones. Storytime with a professional mermaid. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I want to be her. (laughs) Paul's to read. That's P-A-W-S. This is about reading to a dog. Uh, Way for maybe some kids who aren't anxious to read to maybe look at things a little differently. Which branch is that at, Ted? Oh, that's uh, Finksburg. Okay, I have some personal experience this, with this one. I remember being at the library when a adorable golden retriever was there and had conversations with the lady who was running the program at the time. Now, this has been a number of years, so I don't know if it's changed, but Judy had the golden retriever and being able to read to the dog was a wonderful way to get kids who are not as interested to read Um, To not only read, but to read out loud and to want to because they had this cute puppy by their side. I can't think of two better things to combine. (laughs) And I'm not going to try and give the details for all these events, but if you go to the Carroll County Public Library website, they have a very detailed calendar of events that tells you where and when and what you have to do to participate. Also at Finksburg, we have Read with a Ballerina. Ballerinas and mermaids. I like it. Thanks, Berg, again. Teen Biblio Boxes. The librarians pick a bunch of books and say, here, here you go. And yeah, see what they pick for you. Oh, as a side note, as you're moving on to maybe another branch, um, the branch manager at the Finksburg Library is our friend Heather Owens. One of our earlier episodes was an interview with Heather. So um, if you're 
someone new to the show and deciding what to watch back, um, there's a connection to a previous episode that we did with that branch manager. On Airy Branch, picture book bingo. Uh, sounds like pretty much what it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> you're getting picture books and trying to put together some. Uh, and Mount Airy has a read with a furry friend, their variation on reading with a dog. Carol also has one of those. Theirs is called Read to a Dog. And Oh, Westminster's got a pajama party. Uh, there we go, right. Westminster Branch, pajama party story time. You have to be eight or younger, though, so don't... So Lori can't show up to that one trying to pretend and have a good time. <laughs> okay, those... Those are the events that caught my eye. Kids reading summertime events. Like I said, there's a lot more going on. All kinds of things for kids of all ages and adults. Uh, go to the Carroll County Public Library website and check out their calendar of events. We will put that in the show notes as well so you have a direct link. If you listen to the podcast on any of the normal platforms, Google, um, Spotify or Apple Play. Each of those has um, a spot at the bottom of the show with the show notes with links. We will make a link to that um, library catalog. So on a bigger, broader topic of the library is their summer reading program. So other counties, I'm sure, may have, other states may have programs for summer reading. We are certainly not unique to that but maybe just a little bit about what goes on at ours and um, how that, what they need to do um, in order to participate in, in that program. There's a registration process, I believe, and what happens from there. Yeah, so again, for all the details, go to the Carroll County Public Library website. They have all kinds of stuff here. This year's thing is called uh, Summer Reading Oceans of Possibilities, but you earn points by, by reading. Uh, different points for different kinds of books. Uh, if you finish the requirements of the program, you get to choose a book donated by Penguin Random House. Oh, nice. Now, if you're a local, you know, Penguin Random House is a very big presence here in Westminster. Uh, if you earn 1,000 points, you get to choose a second book from Penguin Random House. There are also a number of raffles where you can win. There's a lot of, it's not just reading, it can be reading, but uh, it's not restricted to reading. There's all kinds of other things they talk about combining with this, you know, visiting a museum, listening for birds, and there's a long list of things that you can tie into these activities. Um, so I've never actually been involved in the program. Really? I'm trying to remember if it even existed when my kids were uh, of the age. Mm -hmm. But certainly I've, I've seen it. And I have lots of t-shirts. The library's given me t-shirts almost every year for the summer reading program. And since this is not a visual show, um, you can't see. We should turn this into a YouTube video occasionally uh, that you are wearing one of those kinds of shirts today. Oh, yeah. The library's involved in so many things. Ted is wearing a Battle of the Books After Hours shirt. Is this from this year? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, that's a previous episode too. If you're playing catch up and deciding which ones to to watch, we have been Battle of the Books participants, uh, winners, and um, I wouldn't call us hosts, but we got to interview and give out the awards to the folks who won at the most recent. This was the second Battle of the Books after hours competition. And then, of course, Battle of the Books Kids is something that you've been involved in for a long time. We've recently um, were MCs for that event, and there is a show that is us interviewing the winning team. So lots of those to check out if you're catching up on some of our show episodes. So Laurie's mentioned a few times, looking back at some of our older episodes, uh, I figured out that you could binge listen to the complete collection of Two Sides <laughs> to the Story in under 24 hours. Wow. See, if you have nothing else to do in the summer, <laughs> that would be a space to fill, but I would not recommend it. It's better spread out over time. <laughs> so, okay. If, if we're thinking about the library and things that they offer, something else that is a little less direct of a connect, but that they are also involved with is at our local parks. They have been part of um, building this story trail. So you can go to the park to take a little hike. You're outside enjoying the summer weather. And lo and behold, you come across a stake in the middle of the ground, and it is a page of a book. And if you start at the right point, you're at page one, and you can follow the trail. However many pages of the book there are, it goes along. And if you, in particular, have a child that is not so crazy about reading or can't sit still long enough to read a book, this might be your answer. So if you're an active family, if you have an active child and you want a different way to approach reading and books, the story trails in our county are pretty fantastic. Um, again, this is something we will send um, a link to. It is on the library's website called Story Stroll. And there are a list of parks that have these. Deer Park, Memorial Park in Tawnytown, Leicester Park in Hampstead. So it's uh, something that they are doing in coordination with other groups, including homeschool centers. Even um, one was sort of constructed by a, um, a Boy Scout um, for his Eagle project. So it's partly the library, partly parks, and partly other folks in the community that are doing these kinds of things. And if your kid likes to know the end of the story first, start <laughs> go the in the wrong, wrong order. <laughs> On that for just a minute, I think it's worth saying, you know, this show is about two different styles of readers, Ted and Lori. We approach things differently where reading is concerned. So you may have a child at home that is an avid reader. You may have a child who really has no interest in reading. So those differences, not to mention their age, may determine, if we're talking five versus 15, what they are interested in reading and how. So while we're thinking along the lines of different ways, the story trail is one. That's not going to you know, attract your 15-year-old. But there are some other things that are going on in the, in the area that may attract that group um, at that teeny level. So I came across that the Carroll... Um, it's Carroll Community College is doing a summer movie series. These are free outdoor summer movies at their Rotary Amphitheater, Tuesday evenings at 8.30. This is sponsored by Ting and the Carroll County Arts Council. They promote it as bring your own chairs, blankets, and snacks. 
And what does that have to do with reading is as I looked at the movies that are showing over the summer, two jumped out to me immediately as being based on books. So I don't know if you'll be familiar with these, but one is Lyle Lyle Crocodile. That's on June 27th. I haven't thought about Lyle the Crocodile in many, many years. (laughs) And the second is Mary Poppins. That is showing on July 25th. So we always suggest read the book first. If you're already familiar, certainly see the movie. It would be fun, but you have time to encourage maybe your non-reader to look at that book and read it and then go see the movie as a family after. Yeah, Mary Poppins is interesting. Uh, And there's actually a a handful of Mary Poppins Mm -hmm. books. But the, the Mary of the books is a stronger, tougher sort of character. Mm. I mean, she she, kind of, she runs a tight ship in, in the movie, mm-hmm. but her she has a, a little different personality in the books. So another, this could go really for a bunch of ages, depending on the book, is again, if you have a, a reader who needs other ways to enjoy it besides reading. This is a memory for me when my girls were younger. Something we did a lot together for fun was involving um, cooking into our activities. Uh, We watched cooking shows together. We would pretend we had a restaurant and they would take turns, one of them being the cook, one of them being the waitress. And of course, I was the one really doing the cooking, but it would be, here's the menu. And they would draw up their menu and they would have five different options from what I had available in the kitchen to make put together easily. Now, don't get all excited that I was not making five gourmet meals. It was, do you want pizza, a sandwich, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese? But it was their idea of fun. And we even off of one cooking show took a time to do a, um, I wish I could remember the name of the show, but we went to the grocery store and everybody had a dish that they were responsible for and came back with the supplies and each of us had time in the kitchen to make that item for the full meal. So one of us had appetizer, one of us had entree, one of us had dessert. So each of the, the three girls were able to spend some time preparing the full meal that we served to the family. So a little sidetrack, but this is a way to tie reading into something else that happens in your home every day. You have to keep your kids fed, and we'd also like to keep them read. (laughs) So feeding and reading (laughs) is what we'll call this for the moment. I think we have another t-shirt. We might have just made another t-shirt. I hope Joe watches this episode. He's our our tech angel and our t-shirt guru. So (laughs) I like this one and I just did that one on the fly. So some of the best things happen when you're not planning them. All right. So there are some books that are children's books that are definitely sort of involving food and that might be fun doing in your home. The most obvious one I think that pops out is if you give a mouse a cookie. So if you're not familiar with the book, it's a fun one. There's a whole series, um, but who doesn't like to bake cookies? So you could read the book, make the cookies, something fun for the family. And another one, there's a whole list. I found this great um, article. I will put the link in um, the show notes as well, but dragons love tacos. I never knew that. You never knew that? (laughs) The dragons love tacos? So everybody has Taco Tuesday night. Do you have Taco Tuesday night? Do you know about Taco Tuesday night? I do. Okay. I I, I was just reading the newspaper article. There's a a fight over the rights to calling it Taco Tuesday. Oh, really? So who wants to claim ownership? Do you remember? 
I don't. That's funny. Wow. If you could put down all the things that I think I ought to get credit for that are out there in the world, it's a long list. <laughs> Lori and her launch codes. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's another option is, you know, we've talked about the standard way of reading. We've talked about story trails, movies that were books. And now we've got food. What did I call it? Just that quickly. I forget what we just... Reading and feeding. Reading and feeding. Yes. Um, so some fun ways to involve reading in your summer. Next up, the summer reading program we already talked about, didn't we? So we got to switch around um, book festivals. No, that was, you wanted me to talk about my summer reading. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we got some notes in front of us, and I don't even remember what they were supposed to be. So, <laughs> Ted, <laughs> summer reading. <laughs> this might not be exactly what Laurie's hoping for because I don't plan my reading very much. Oh, you don't plan? <laughs> what a big surprise. <laughs> Um, my, my reading tends to be driven by interviews I'm doing, reviews that I happen to run across, things that just happen to pop in my mind that, oh yeah, I want to take a look at that. But there are a couple things that I, I do have to plan for. One, the very beginning of this year, we talked about reading resolutions for two sides. And one thing I talked about somewhere in there was a handful of books that I've always meant to read, but have never gotten to. And one is uh, Marcel Proust's uh, Remembrance of Things Past. Um, I said, this is the year. I'm going to read it. Uh, the books are on the shelf. I know where they are. I haven't touched them. We are almost five-twelfths of the way there. Mm -hmm. So I, I need to get on that. Maybe, maybe that is a this summer thing. And the other is in another episode, uh, I asked Lori, the house is on fire and you had to grab one book. Mm, what would you impossible. take? And uh, your she answer. She didn't answer, but she <laughs> turned the question back on me. <laughs> yes, I did. And I said, actually, that's easy for me. And it's a little bit of a cheat because it's, it's really three books, not, not one, or at least as published. But it's The Lord of the Rings. It's the book I've read more times than any other book. And the one that I know I will want to come back to again. After that, I see my reading continuing as usual. Things are going to catch my eye, and I'm, I'm going to read them as that happens. So this episode was primarily intended to be what to do with the kids this summer that involves reading. Um, but the the library having a summer reading program just got us talking a little bit about, well, what are we reading? What are our adults going to read? And um, I really have not given it much thought. But as you were mentioning yours, what popped in my head was um, The Alchemist. Uh, it was given to me by a friend at the gym. Uh, it was a highly recommended book. I have it sitting on a shelf. I haven't gotten to it. And I'm thinking that that should be one that I should be able to accomplish this summer and really want to because it was a strong recommendation. I've seen it on many, 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 many book lists of people's favorite books. So it's one that I'd like to get done. So I'm going to try to make that happen this summer. I've not read it. I'm aware of it. It's it's one of many books that I kind of vaguely intend to, mm -hmm. to, to get to. Yeah. And I already have it. It was given as a gift. That always encourages me to read as if it's, it's looking at me, not one that I might go see somewhere sometime. It's, it's available and I just need to, to make it happen. So, you know, we always talk in this show about we want it to be just not 
you know, the two sides, Ted and Lori, but everybody else. So we hope that you will give some thought to your summer reading, whether you're planning it for your kids, uh, planning it for yourself, but summer does usually give you a little bit more time. If you're sitting on the beach, what's the book you pack in your bag and maybe spend a little time? Um, if you get a rain day when you're on vacation, that's a wonderful time to pull out a book. So just curious. We'd love to hear from you and let us know what's on your reading list this summer. You know, packing for a vacation. This happened to me a couple of years ago. I was going away. wasn't even that long, but four or five days, I think. And I packed a bag with all these books. Remembrance of things past might have been in there. <laughs> But I left the whole bag at, at, at home and oh. didn't get to read any of them. But you know what? There's always a bookstore somewhere nearby. If you are looking to read a book and you don't have one, you can go get one. Yep. So along the lines of, of summer, there are some festivals that are coming up that we want to give you a, a mention of. Again, this are, these are ones that are in our local area, our relatively local area. You could do a search for this uh, for yourself as well. It seems to be a more common summer thing um, than any other season. That in early fall, I would say. So we're just going to mention a few to you today, and then you can do some research on your own. Um, again, we picked um, several, and most of them have a kid's emphasis, um, but there are many others, and they are not just for kids. So a couple of those just to mention to you today. So coming up very shortly, Saturday, June 10th, is the Children's Book Festival for the Cecil County um, Branch Library System. It is promoted on the Google search for two locations, actually, uh, Northeast and Elkton. So they're 10 minutes apart. So maybe each branch is doing something. But that looks like it's an event running from 10 to 2. There will be children's book authors, face painting, balloon animals, um, ice cream, and even vouchers for a free signed book. So that one looks like a whole lot of fun. Um, that's in a very reasonable driving distance from us. And um, I'm, I'm, it's on my list of maybes. I'm hoping that I can find a way to get there. Can you read to the balloon animals? Can you read to the balloon animals? Maybe. Yeah, I guess they'll let you do that if you want to. Not quite the same as a furry friend, but you could do that, Ted. You might get to get a few looks, though. Um, another one, this is doing them in order of date. So the following Saturday, this is further away, and it is also not just a kid's event. But Fredericksburg, Virginia, has a pretty big book festival. Uh, that runs 10 to 4. It is held at their renovated Riverside Park, which looks beautiful, in downtown Fredericksburg. Um, there's an event map on their website. We will put the link there for you as well. They've got the station set up with each of the authors, books by genre. There are writing clubs and publishers all participating in that event. So that one looks like a really great one. Um, not focused on children only, but you know there will be children's books, uh, authors, and, and things going on as well. Then the last one in June, so this is every Saturday there's something, the 24th is the 8th Annual Chesapeake Children's Book Festival in Easton, Maryland. That is also from 10 to 2. It is the kickoff of Talbot County's uh, free summer reading program. Free books will be given out um, while supplies last to kids that attend. They have scheduled 24 children's book authors. There will be book sightings and author readings. So 
That all sounds like a great way to spend some time this summer being around books, introducing your kids to books, picking some out, and other book and non-book related activities that would be fun. Yeah, so 24 kids authors. Yes. Now, you and I did an interview together with Ira Marks. Yes. And I've done a number of other interviews with kids. Yeah, I would guess at least 10 books. Uh, I just wonder if there might be somebody we know. You know, I started looking at the list and I ran out of time this morning, but I am going to include that in the show notes so people will be able to take a look and see if it's uh, some familiar authors that they are familiar with. If there are any that we have specifically talked about on the show, I'll make a special note of that on the show notes as well. And, you know, if you've paid any attention to the show at all, you know what a fan of children's books I am. So if you're planning on attending any of those, look for the two side shirt. There's a chance Lori will be there. <laughs> so on to bookstores. Okay, our three Carroll County bookstores. And I think I never get tired of saying in some way how happy I am, how happy we are that we have three independent bookstores in our county. We're very fortunate. So there are the stores Rudolph Girls, The Last Word, and a Likely Story Bookstore. Now the Rudolph Girls, unfortunately I didn't see a whole lot that they have coming up, but a couple things we can mention. And one, their June newsletter was not out yet. I imagine that'll be coming soon. So maybe there'll be some events that I don't know about yet. But if you check out their website, you can come up with that. Uh, something that's not happening, they do have a number of ongoing um, book clubs, but they shut down for, for the summer. So you won't be able to look for those right now. Uh, something we talked about in an episode this is our very last episode, our Mother's Day episode special, episode 25. We interviewed the Rudolph girls. Um, Allie and Nikki were here and talked about both of these things that I think you're about to mention. Right. One is at the Carroll Art Center. Uh, Nikki does an author and art camp. And I think it's kind of what it sounds like. Yes. There's some reading and there's some arts and crafts that go along with it. And I was given an uh, invitation to come participate in the camp. They always need extra hands. If I can make it work, I'm going to show up one day, get a chance to see Nikki again and see if I can help her with that because it just sounds like a lot of fun. And this is not about kids. Look, maybe a precocious kid. Uh, but they're having a book club to talk about. Oh, sorry. Moved on to the wrong, the wrong store. All right, Lori, just uh, pointed that out to me. Got the ruler out. <laughs> So actually, I think the other thing that the Rudolph girls have is every Saturday, they do a story time in their store at 11 o'clock. And I believe Nikki does that most of the time too, but Allie has um, as well. And they do, it's a story, it's a craft. Sometimes there's a food, a snack type of a thing as well. And they go all out. They do all sorts of really cool things to encourage kids. So that would definitely be worth checking out as well. Okay, so now the last word in Mount Airy. Um, I'm icing my fingers after getting smacked with the ruler, but I'll <laughs> try and fight through the pain. Lori's so mean. Um, a I'll talk about mythology retellings. Uh, there's been a ton of these have have come out recently. I've read a couple. Probably will read some more of them. It's interesting uh, things to me. 
I like a lot of fairy tale retellings and Greek myths retellings had actually been on my mind. One of these uh, big magic things. Mm. If you don't grab the idea and do something, whether it's somebody else is going to go elsewhere. And then we have a likely story bookstore in Sykesville. They've got a lot of stuff going on. They always have a lot of stuff going on. In June, I think I counted maybe 10 author events. Wow. But there was one kids thing that I wanted to mention in connection with what we've been talking about here. On the 19th of June at 6 o'clock at the store, they're having something called Next Generation Reading Book Chat. It's for rising third graders through high school students. Uh, so I don't know, I was not aware of this before, and I don't know a whole lot about it, but if it seems like something that you know could be of interest, I would check in with a likely story and uh, get a little bit more detail. So back to Two Sides, our show, and, and what we're doing here beyond giving you information about events that are happening in our community. Um, obviously, our goal is to promote literacy and to support local independent bookstores. What has become sort of a third thing for us is building this, um, this community online. We are just two sides to the story. Ted's opinion, Lori's opinion, that's just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. We've met so many interesting people and hearing their stories related to books is, is just been very interesting. And we are making use of social media, something that neither of us are really great at, but it gives you a visual way to do something that a podcast really just doesn't by design. So something that's been a, a frequent topic and has been a normal post for us on, um, on social media is pictures of our good book hunting trips and visits to bookstores. So Ted and I out, out front of a bookstore or even pictures on the inside of a store of what we call good book hunting. It's a section on the website, it's a frequent topic on the show, and now we have pictures from these good book hunting trips. So that is something that we would really like to see more audience engagement on. We've had some, you're gonna hear more about that in a minute, but we would really think that this summer is a wonderful opportunity to expand that. If you are going on vacation and it's gonna take you to a destination that's outside of our county, outside of our state, um, we would love to do this all day, every day and, you know, be traveling to all these exotic locations. We don't have that option. But if you're going somewhere and it takes you to a place that's got some book related stuff, we would love to have you send us um, pictures of that. Write us an email. Um, send us a picture. If you give us the okay, we'll post that. We'd love to put a whole section together that includes these good book hunting spots. Another is little free libraries. I talk about them a good bit. Whenever I'm out on a walk, I've got my eyes peeled for them. If I go to a new town that's new to me, I like to try to find these locations. So if you find little free libraries, we hope you will send them to us as well. Um, again, we've been getting a couple from different um, folks that are listening to the show. We're going to be posting some of those and we would love to get some more. Um, if you visit on your vacation a bookish 
location, you know, immediately comes to mind for me is being Baltimore, close to Baltimore. We've got um, Edgar Allan Poe, famous author in our area. So the Poe House in Baltimore would be maybe a cool place to get your picture taken and then send it to our show. If we get enough, by the end of summer, I could see a really cool slideshow, scrapbook sort of thing that came from two sides and your side. So we would love to see you do that. Now, as far as us kicking that off in a bigger way, do you want to talk a little bit about next week? Okay, we're going to do a Father's Day episode. Uh, and our last one was... Uh, Mother's, Mother's Day. Day, yes. So we're going to follow that up. Uh, part of that will be talking with my daughter, Monica. She has been one of these on-the-road correspondents for us. Already. Visiting bookstores and sending us back um, photographs. And not unusual for her to bring me back a book. In fact, I just, just finished one. Um, she and her husband were in New Orleans. And uh, she asked the owner of one of the bookstores uh, if I was going to take back a book that had some connection to New Orleans, what would you recommend? And apparently he had something right on his mind, said, yep, here, here's the one. So I, I just read that a week or two ago. Uh, they're going to be going on a bigger trip this summer. We're hoping to get more things back from her about that. I have a few other things to throw in the mix for the, the Father's Day episode. Okay, so that pretty much covers what we hope to share with you today. There's a lot to check out uh, what's happening in our community and do the same if you're not local but looking for summer things to do. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful summer. We'll have some episodes coming your way. We'd love to build this collection of things that you find on your travels to share with us. Um, that could be an episode again for sure. And as Ted said, uh, join us next week when we interview uh, Monica, his daughter, for our Father's Day episode and talk about some other things related um, to good book hunting and fathers in general um, on the, the next holiday. So until then, thank you for listening. And enjoy your reading. <laughs>